microphone check. Check, check, check. This is the Super Coin Brothers Podcast. Hosted by the Super Coin Brothers at Sahara Coins in Las Vegas. What's up, guys? Episode 17 of Super Coin Bros. Uh, it's me, Raymond Bullish Bryant, and Adrian Nunbetta-Chacon. Uh, we're sitting here today, going to be talking about uh, something that we've noticed. Obviously, that's what we talk about every time, is something that we've noticed. And more and more, I feel like we're um, debunking things more so than anything else. Definitely. That's a good word, debunking. That's new so, to me. All right. So, yeah, I, I noticed recently, um, it's not really that recently. I know some of our customers... Uh, like Justin, I'm not going to say his last name, but you know who I'm talking about. Um, he has told me about lots of different companies and and different stores that offer uh, almost like a membership where you can pay $100 or $1,000 or whatever the level of this membership is. And every month they'll just auto fill and auto ship you uh, silver eagles or silver rounds. Now these aren't auto shipment of, you know, pop metal stuff like we talked about before. It's actual silver. Um, and, and in a sense, that seems like a good idea. I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't you mind if you knew you were putting 100 bucks in? I mean, I'm sure you'd be okay with a package of silver showing up at your door. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't trust anything like that. I don't care if it was silver or Hot Wheels. But why know? wouldn't you trust it? I don't know. You, you, you're, Hot Wheels? It's not a magazine. I mean, not subscribing to a magazine. I mean, it just sounds kind of fishy, doesn't it? Well, I mean, I don't necessarily think it sounds fishy. Uh, because I know there are a lot of big companies that do it, so I would assume that that it's it's done well. Big done companies right. are big for a reason. I mean, what's true? You can't exactly get big if you're uh, taking advantage of people every every time you turn around. But then again, that that's a whole other podcast. So, anyways, uh, just so people know that we're not making this up, uh, I have the pamphlet right in front of me here. Obviously, I could be you know holding onto a blank piece of paper, but this definitely is not a blank piece of paper. Uh, this is a pamphlet that was sent to me in the mail because my wife and I were driving down the street and then the radio was on and there was one of those, you know, quick infomercials. The guy comes on and it was super fast talk. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure the guy was like, if you're interested in silver, get on the phone right now, go ahead and put in this code and we're going to send you free silver, free, free, free. And I was so shocked because I'm like, did they just say free silver? They did. Well, I can't register. Well, I could have. I guess there wasn't any like, hey, you can't register if you're part of a coin store or anything. But uh, I had my wife do it. She registered. And about two weeks later, voila, packet shows up at my house, free silver in it. And it was like a one-tenth ounce silver, you know, eagle replica thing, which is pretty cool. You know, they're, they're awesome. Uh, we got that in the mail. And then we got this packet that had this pamphlet in it. Now, I brought this pamphlet in. I let you look at it quickly before this. I know I didn't give you too much leeway or, you know, too much notice uh, that we were going to be doing this. But basically, it's their precious metals buying guide that from the beginning of what they write tells you that you should completely avoid numismatic coins. If I told you, Adrian, right now, you need to completely avoid numismatic coins and I gave you no reasoning, what would your instant response be to me? Silly. Silly rabbit. You your know, response so, would be silly? Something like that. No, your response. Well, my response to you would be, you were silly. You know, I, it, in my opinion, you know, they're, it's good to invest in both. You know, hedge against each other. You know, uh, carry on what you were saying, though. Well, here's what I want to do. I want to actually take this uh, pamphlet right here. 
And I want to, I'm going to read the number one there, right here, Adrian. You see where it says number one right mm-hmm. underneath there? Mm-hmm. I'm going to read what they wrote on number one. And I want your opinion, your professional opinion. It doesn't, I mean, the way you word it necessarily doesn't have to be professional. This is uh, a podcast. It's not a uh, FM radio. So you can say what you want. Um, Hell yeah. But I want, but I definitely want your opinion. So number one, the transaction cost and premiums for buying rare coins are dramatically higher than, than for bullion coins, bars and rounds. Customers often get conned into paying huge markups and or buyback discounts in the illiquid specialized rare coin market, they want you to avoid numismatic coins, and that's the reason. So, give me your opinion on that statement. Well, who, who wrote this crap? Well, I can't exactly tell you who wrote this crap oh, because I'm not into into getting in trouble for actually calling these people out. Well, that, that's very not true. I mean, if you're going to go buy a, a rare coin or even you know a silver dollar that you're paying 150 dollars for, I mean. It's worth what it is. I mean, you, just like anything, you have to be careful of what you pay for if you're going to buy a car or TV. Or, I mean, that can happen to anybody over anything. You know, they they just trying to scare you to to buy precious metals and only precious metals, silver and gold rounds and and bars and things like that. But that's that's not the case at all. I See, mean, my mind works kind of odd. I think of things in a different light. So as soon as I read that, like you said, you have to do your homework. You don't. Yeah, okay, I get it. They say customers often get conned into paying huge markups. Right. And if you go buy a car from Fat Joe and a yellow poncho on the corner, you're going to pay a huge markup too. But whose fault is it that you went and bought a car from some guy that you didn't research, you didn't look into them, you didn't know that they're going to treat you right? So uh, number one to me, it just – it really does come off as a scare tactic. So um, that, that's kind of ridiculous. Now, do you, do you want me to go on and give you number two here? Well, let's, let's check it out. Let's check it out. I, and again, I want your opinion. doesn't have to be professional, but I want your opinion. It's 10-4. Number two. Numismatics are no safer from government confiscation than low premium bullion alternatives. Silly. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> Obviously, we're actually professional sound effects folks yes, here. So. Yes. Uh, anyways, uh, what do you think about that, man? I mean, besides the, you know, nonsense. The, another scare tactic. I mean, well, I, I'm, I'm curious to see what number three is, to be honest with you. Well, before, before I <laughs> jump to number three, I'll give you my opinion on number two. Uh, here's the deal. I understand that there was government confiscation in 1933. I get that. But let me ask you this. Do you honestly, honestly feel that, for instance, you, Adrian, you buy coins, you buy numismatics, you put them away. Have you called the government and told the government, hey, my name's Adrian and I buy coins and I buy a lot of them. And then when I buy them, I put them away in such a location that you can come find them and take them away from me. You don't do that. No. So why in the world would anybody think that you're really going to run into this confiscation? I'm going to tell you this. If it gets to the to number two and they're coming to confiscate your numismatics, there's a whole lot of other stuff that's going on in the world that you're not going to give a crap about your numismatics at that point. So number two, I'm going to have to go with uh, the same thing as you. It's, it's just ridiculous. So this third one, this one, I again, uh, there's there's things that, that matter when you're investing. Um and there's things that don't. And this third one, this one's interesting. This one's very interesting. And, and we'll discuss why. So three, there are no tax advantages to buying collectible coins. The IRS views all precious metals, including bullion, as collectibles for the purpose of calculating capital gains taxes. Purchases and sales of bullion coins, bars, and rounds are not reported to the IRS except in the rarest of circumstances. Okay. I don't know 
if you just caught what I read there. No, I, I totally, I totally did. You're scratching your head. No, because I, I, <clears throat> I went for you. <laughs> it hurt a little bit. I waited for you to respond to this one. This was kind of funny. Because here's the deal. I get it. I get you want to use the tax implications as a way to sell more bullion. <clears throat> Uh, I hate to tell you, George, but bullion has more tax regulation than numismatics do. A lot of people don't know that. If you're buying, let's say, foreign bullion, which I know they do offer through this company, you're buying, uh, let's say, maple leaves. How many maple leaves can you sell at one time, Adrian, before you have to be reported to the IRS? Can I say this? Yeah, you can absolutely say it. 25? 25 ounces of bullion, foreign bullion, and guess who is going to know what you sold? Our uncle? Uh, yes, our good-looking uncle. <laughs> so, you know, it's different. Numismatics, it's not the same thing. The only thing you're ever going to run into with numismatics is you're going to run into, on our end at a dealer, you may run into cash reporting. Maybe, maybe, if you're, you know, depending on what you're buying. And the ta- as far as is capital gains, let's not use that as a fear tactic for bullion and <laughs> coins because capital gains can be used on anything that you purchase and Correct. sell for a gain. Correct. So why are we using that as our tactic to force people into only bullion? Crazy. Crazy. Number four. There's more? Oh, there's a lot more. Number four. Trying to get the best price when it is time to unload your collectible coins may entail a lengthy search for the correct buyer. Okay. Well, there's there's things you don't want to sell on a whim, and if you were smart enough to put stuff away that you could, I mean, this that might be an easier way to go about, you know. Or we go even more simple than that. We go back to question number one, where they talked about, you know, the cost can be more and you're getting ripped off. If you're going back to the dealer that ripped you off, you're probably going to get ripped off again. True. But if you did your research when you purchased, and you purchased for someone who's honest, and they're up front with you, and they go over everything with you, as we do, guess what? When you go to liquidate, I want your coins. That's not because I'm going to make a whole bunch of money on you when you sell them back to me. It's because I want to sell you a quality coin for your set. And when it's time for you to sell, I want those coins back. Well said. I don't want to take a bunch of junk and sell you junk for stupid prices. Because what does that do? You come back in this store and you bring your junk in that I sold you for the price of a diamond. And I offer you, you know, the price, what a value of a CZ is. And what are you going to do? You're going to be mad at me. Your word of mouth is going to go out onto the street and we are going to lose credit with our customers. That's not what we want. That's not how we do business. That is a terrible tactic to keep people away from numismatics. Because what I have found is that if you're buying rare numismatics, the whole, it's so hard to find somebody to buy it. Hate to tell you, you buy a rare coin, there's people who want that rare coin. So it's easy to sell. That's that's kind of a, a BS tactic. So uh, back to the paper. Mm-hmm. that we got mm-hmm. in the mail. There's no more numbered bullet points. They've kind of uh, alleviated those. I, well, I guess there's a random number two later on in this uh, where they start talking about uh, why you want to buy. Actually, let's move on to that. They just start discussing uh, bullion coins, rounds, and bars and how they are the smart, pure play on precious metals. I got to say, this is a pretty... Uh, well written as far as to draw your eyes around on this paper because they make sure they bold those things that they really want you to see, which obviously that's something that you're you're taught when you're going into marketing. But uh, some of these are are pretty hilarious. So let's look at number one. And this is on the other side now. Remember, I want your honest opinion again. You know, here you go. One, 
there is always a large and active market for popular bullion forms. Can, can, can we use a more vague statement? Possibly. Is there any way we could play a blanket statement out there that's any more vague than that? Let me tell you this. There is always a large and active market for these popular bullion forms. Of course there is. We trade gold, silver, platinum, all on a world level. Of course there's a market. Then again, there's always a market for numismatics. You know why? They're rare. They are rare. Do you own old hot rods? They're rare. Mm -hmm. People want them. You know, that's, that's all there is to it. Adrian. Honestly, I mean, what do you what do you think about this? Uh, you as a as a numismatic buyer, how do you feel well, when it's it's coming off like you, you're never going to be able to sell your coins? Yeah, no, that's common sense. I mean, there, there's always you know a large uh, active market for for those things. I mean, for them just to it's just to, being, to use that as a bullet point. I mean, it's being highlighted like it's you know this is information that all of you folks need to know. Gold and silver are always being bought and sold. <laughs> Can you, are you serious? Come on now. So is the Ronco food dehydrator at 2.30 in the morning, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to only buy the Ronco food dehydrator. I have a barbecue that does everything it does, you know? So I don't know, man. That 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 one, yeah. Here's the next one, which I actually kind of find this, this interesting uh, for a couple of reasons. I'll explain why. The other uh, thing that, that they, they outline as being kind of a uh, reason to buy bullion instead of numismatics, they say that it is easy to establish... Fair value. Okay. Really. They're telling you that it's easy for you to take your bullion and go figure out what it's worth. How is that not easy to do with numismatics? Right. There's price guides galore. If your coin is certified, there's a price guide that tells you how much that exact coin is worth. And then if you, even if you go as far as to get it cacked, there's a cack population. You can then find out what it's worth in cack. And, and usually with numismatics, it's a lot easier because your numismatic coin is based on its collectible value, correct? Correct. Your bullion. If I call you, Adrian, I call you at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yo, what's up, man? Hey, how, how much is my gold eagle worth? What are you going to tell me? What the market value is. Right. You're going to tell me the market value plus whatever, plus or minus whatever it's worth. Now, if I called you that same time, right, let's just pretend that we're actually talking on the phone, Adrian. So your phone rings. Good morning. Good morning. How much is my gold eagle worth? $1,178. Oh, and how much is my three-legged buffalo NGCAU58 worth right now? $2,200. Okay. I just hung up the phone. I now know my, my buffaloes were twenty two, and my eagle's worth, well, I already forgot. So, let's say I call you mm, four hours later. The gold market's all over the place. It's Let's say it's dropped $30. Same phone call. Good morning. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey, what's going on? Hey, what, what, what's my gold eagle worth right now? $1,145. That sounds like it changed a little bit. It did. Well, well, what do you mean it did? I just called you this morning and it was it was more. Yeah, the market moves throughout the day, sir. So, uh, but what do you mean? It, it's gold. It's easy. <clears throat> well, this is crazy. Well, it's traded off live market value, so it could change tomorrow morning too as well. Well, uh, all right. What about my buffalo, my three-legged buffalo, NGCA 58? What's that worth? The same one as this morning? Same well, one? Yeah, it's the same coin. $2,200. Okay, wait, 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 wait. You must be trying to rip me off because that's exactly the same as it was this morning. What's that about? <laughs> exactly. See, see exactly. It's, you're getting frustrated just sitting across from me hearing this <laughs> because you're realizing how stupid this is. 
The thing is this, your rare coins will change in value every so often based on what's happening in the market for that specific coin. But your gold eagles and your silver eagles, and and they're going up and down all day long. They're changing every day. Granted, it's easy to go find what that price is, but at the same time, it's not because they change constantly. So to use the argument again that it's the easiest thing to track fair value, that just seems like a cop-out answer to me. So... I don't know, man. This this little list thing. What else does it say? What does it say right there? Oh, let's see. Let's see. They also add, to summarize, we think precious metal investors will do best by following these guidelines. Okay, you ready for this? Cool. Are you ready? Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Sure you're ready. Yeah. All right. Totally. The number one guideline, stick with bullion coins, bars, and rounds. Hmm. Okay. You guys all know, and you, Adrian, know very well that I talk a lot about uh, dollar averaging and that I talk about with bullion. The reason I talk about that with bullion is because if you attempted to only buy when you think it's low or when you think it's high, you are going to end up with a portfolio that is out of whack. It's going to be, you're probably going to end up doing it the complete opposite. It's usually what I see happening. If that happened with numismatics, if you came in and you put $150 a month into numismatics as opposed to $150 a month in bullion, over, let's say, a 12-month period, 24-month period, even two years, doesn't matter, your value on your numismatics, I can almost guarantee you, is going to be at least where it was when you purchased or more. Mm -hmm. Correct. Your bullion, it is ridiculously important that you dollar average your bullion because it moves so much that it goes up and then it comes back down. And guess what? All of your stuff is moving with it. Numismatics don't do that. They move a little bit unless they find a hoard of, you know, something and it affects the population. They don't move like bullion. They go up. Their trend over the last 10 years is upward. It's not, it's not up and down like bullion. It's, it's upward. Sorry. I totally went off on the deep end on that one. Okay, so they've got a couple other bullet points down here that I think are pretty laughable, uh, and I just I do want your opinion. That means I need you to uh, pipe up. To, to voice my uh, opinion. To voice your opinion. Uh, their second bullet point here, we already went over, stick with bullion coins, bars, and rounds. But now they say to buy the popular bullion forms. By popular, they mean what? Uh, well, I'm assuming popular is what they like, sell. Like Taylor Swift popular uh, or... No, talking about she, she, I'm sorry if you're a Taylor Swift fan, but I really don't like her. Really? Yeah. I like her feet, you know? All right, that's is, gross. Is that too much? That's, that's gross. All right, that's we'll, gross. we'll take that one off. Okay, anyways, buy the popular <laughs> bullion forms. Now, I'm assuming they're talking about silver eagles, uh, maples, things like that that they sell. Now, what's your take on that, dude? Like, what, is that something you would tell somebody? Like, only buy the popular uh, stuff, man. I, mean, I, I would hope they would, they would think... To say, you know, recognizable stuff. I mean, you don't want to buy bars and stuff that somebody made in their garage or you no know, hallmarkings on them. Right. You mean necessarily. But, I mean, for them to say popular bullion forms, I mean. That's pretty subjective in a sense. Yeah. And it's like me going home and telling my wife, like, hey, please don't go buy $20 purses. I really, really want you to shop at Louis Vuitton. I would never go home and say that. Are you kidding me right now? Like, honestly, their third point they make here, uh, when it comes to bullion, I feel is correct, but it contradicts by the popular bullion forms. Their third point is buy whatever offers the lowest premium. <laughs> Adrian, what has the highest premium? Well, what are they actually selling? 
information, apparently. <laughs> they're, they're selling... Uh, so they're, they're giving away silver. Yeah, they're giving you a piece of silver. And, and then saying... Which is, by the way, the piece you get is not a popular form, and it is an odd weight so for it's silver. It's exactly what they're telling you not to buy. Not to they, buy, they right. They give you for free. But it's free, so that's uh, okay. That's just fine. And then what they have here, uh, their top silver products they show, uh, they have the Silver Eagle, of course... The proof silver eagles, of course. Oh wait, I take that back. That's not a proof silver eagle. That's a replica of a silver eagle. That's their own silver eagle, which is not a popular uh, bullion item. Uh, and they have the "Don't Tread on Me" rounds, which are those are really cool, but they're not popular, so to speak. I mean, who's to say what's popular? I mean, is there like a homecoming king and queen yeah. of coins? I don't. That that's really I don't know. You're totally right. And it's the same thing for gold. They sell the standard gold stuff. They sell American Gold Eagles, Canadian Maples, Krugerrands, uh, bars, and some of the other kind of obscure stuff. Now, here's here's my thing. Uh, them, this company, which I will not name their actual name, uh, they do a monthly subscription like I, I talked about in the beginning. You have to have a minimum purchase of $150 a month. So you give them $150. They send you what they see fit for your $150. There's no guarantee. They're not saying... $150, we're gonna do you we're gonna we're gonna do you right. We're gonna give you five rounds every month that it's not happening. They tell you, you give us 150 bucks, we'll give you however many coins you can buy out of this little nifty folder here at their prices. Okay. Here's the deal. They're a massive, massive company. So they do have pretty low premiums if you buy over 500 ounces a pop. What? If you buy over 500 ounces, guess what? Your premium is about two bucks. If you buy over 500 ounces with somebody like us in a shop, guess what? Your premium is about two bucks. Where's the difference? Other than they're making you lock in that you're going to put money into them every single month. Your money is not guaranteeing you a better deal. Your money is getting you whatever the market is going to get you at that Plus time. Plus, they're, they're shipping these mystery silver coins, Which, right? by the way, you do pay for that. So that comes out of your $150. So I have a hard time with this because, first and foremost, when you're being charged a ridiculous processing fee and a ridiculous shipping fee and a ridiculous handling fee, then they, they give you a quote-unquote deal on your silver or your gold um it doesn't it doesn't equate for me they're not giving you a deal you're paying it in shipping and handling and processing so i don't know to me that's just tough now to combat this whole thing this is obviously going to be a little longer podcast than normal uh but i i feel the exact opposite of this i like bullion don't get me wrong bullion's great but if this were us I would think that you would be getting a flyer that says why you should avoid not buying bullion and numismatics. Did you catch what I did there? Yeah, I did. I did. Not buy- you get it? You get it? That's good. So th- the whole purpose there is because, honestly, bullion's great. Bullion serves a good purpose. It's easily liquidated, of course, which they mentioned that in there, I think. Or no, they actually said that uh, numismatics are not easily liquidated, which is BS, too. So... My thing is this, Adrian, you get you get all full of your bullion, your numis or your bullion, and then what do you do? You get into some numismatics. And why do you do that? To protect the value you have in your bullion. <laughs> 
I mean, think about it, dude. Like, yeah, no, if it's such a terrible sure. thing, we're, we're using them to protect what we're supposedly buying because it's better than what you're using to protect it with. <laughs> sorry. I, I, sorry. I see flames. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, this whole thing just got my blood, you know, boiling, got me stirred up a little bit. Um, I, this is crazy to me. I mean, like I said, if you're big into boy and that's all you like, you want nothing to do in numismatics, then yeah, maybe this is a way for you to go and, uh, you know, you can get your bullion without ever having to walk out of your house, but there's better ways to get it, cheaper ways to get it. And you don't have to, uh, you know, become a member of, you know, Columbia house records. You know what I mean? That's all I see this as, you know, for 12 pennies, you can get 12 ounces of silver sent to your house every month. And if you don't want it, you can maybe send it back. I, I don't know, but Hey, let's call them right now. Hey, thank you for calling the Bullion <laughs> Investors. We're going to take your money and send you some gold. We're not sure what we're going to send you or when we're going to send it, but we're going to send it to you. You're going to put your money in it, and you may or may not come out on top. But we want you to know that we think we've given you the best advice. <laughs> anyway, sorry for the rant. Sorry for that there. Uh, it was necessary at the end of this. So, I don't know, man. I guess really... You tell me, but I, I think I think the point we're trying to get across here is that you know do your research and you know these fancy flyers and and these these gimmicks to to send you some free silver, uh, which I guess that part's not a gimmick because I did get my free one tenth ounce of silver. Um, I, I don't know, man. You can't buy my love. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just trying to say it. <laughs> that's the way I look at it. You know, I'll send you something for free, uh, and you're gonna grease my palms on the other on the backside. You know because. Uh, everything I read into this, man, it, it's just one of those, you know, autofill, send us your money, get what you, get what we want to send exactly. you. Exactly. There's, so. there's poor souls out there that are, that are doing this. It's yeah. It's very sad. Well, and, and the thing is, is when you spend this much money on flyers and marketing and, and everything else to... And give them uh, my free silver. Right. You spend all that money to basically prove the numismatics wrong. <sighs> to me, that, that sends up a red flag. Um, because honestly... We could probably do that. I could dump a bunch of money into advertising and everything else and, and, and talk about how bullion is the worst thing in the world, uh, but that would be doing everybody a disservice because bullion is not a bad thing, um, but neither is numismatics. So uh, just a thought when you get this stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong. Get on get on the radio and listen and, and call all of these people and get, get a couple ounces of free silver. You know, why not? But um, just when you get the packet, read over it closely. Uh, heck, if you live in the area, bring it down here. Let us look at it and dissect it with you and – and uh, maybe we'll bring you in and have you do a little podcast, talk about mm-hmm. how you feel about these. So, um, yeah, we appreciate you listening. Again, Adrian, he is here. He's right over here. I'm looking at him right now. Hello. There he is. Cheers. And, uh, and I'm here, Raymond, uh, Bullish Brian, Adrian, Unbetter Chacon over there. Uh, if you have any questions for us, send them to Sahara Coin Brothers at SaharaCoin.net. Can, can you delete that whole Taylor Swift feed thing? It was kind of a sick, you know, sick joke. I was, uh, I didn't really... Nobody laughs or anything. There's only two of us in here, buddy. Oh. <laughs> I'm totally leaving it now. So anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, send your questions there. Uh, feel free to give us a call. We are at area code 702-367-4360. If you have any questions about coins, uh, currency, bullion, numismatics, uh, or you just want to call and give us a hard time, that's okay too. Uh, so go ahead and do that and just keep an eye out for more episodes. And again, thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to you uh, here shortly. Cue the music.